Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here. Welcome to the guest segment. And as you know, this is the Common Sense Show and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we need your help in unenslaving more than one at a time. Time grows short before we hand over government to the people, the Democrats, who are totally in bed with the Communist Chinese. And if you're new to that concept, I would suggest you go to the commonsenseshow.com website and put an equivalent search term in there. We must have done 30, 40, 50 articles and broadcasts in the past several years on this point. Everybody from Steve Quayle to Doug Hagman, we've all covered it. And now it's in our face. These Democrats, before their four-year term will be over, they will hand over this country to the communists in one form or another. It's already underway, folks. You have cities in this country that are totally outside the control of the United States. Chaz, Chop, whatever you want to call these people, they are total revolutionaries. Anyway, in just a moment, we're going to be joined in our guest segment here by Bridget Langston. And she's the leader of a resistance movement in Kingman, Arizona. And you may no doubt have heard about this because we have talked about this. We've talked about it on our TV show. We've talked about it on our previous radio shows. Uh, we've been in social media about this. And right now, the American people are lacking resolve for standing up for their rights. But there is a group. There's a group in Mojave County, which Kingman, Arizona is located inside of, that are taking on the politicians and their unreasonable lockdown mandates that have zero to do with the coronavirus. And I mean zero. If you're under 50, you have no chance of dying unless you've got a comorbid condition. So we're going to get into all that with Bridget and what they're doing up there. And we're hoping this will serve as a model for the rest of the country when you realize you do not have to be a victim. You're choosing victimhood if you do nothing. Hey, got to tell you real quickly about the commonsenseshow.tv. It's growing, I understand, at record rates. We've heard from people from um, um, Roku and, and Web TV and uh, Google TV and all these other outlets that we're on. And they're saying, man, you guys are just kicking butt. The first 45 days have been phenomenal. And, yeah, we, we do feel blessed. We, we're doing well. Uh, spread the word. Commercial free. Uh, they say, well, it must be expensive. <laughs> actually, some people have actually told uh, the officials I've talked to that they said Dave Hodges should be charging more. It's less than a cup of coffee a month, 250 a month on the annual plan. Commercial free, and most important, the big brothers from social media can't tell us what to say, do, or think. And we're covering topics there that is being covered nowhere else because of the censorship. Because I am the censor, and I don't believe in censorship. So, the commonsenseshow.tv. Also, too, ladies and gentlemen, I published an article yesterday on starvation. I believe wave number two that's coming for lockdowns that everyone's talking about. I don't think it's going to be a virus. I see the closing of these meatpacking plants as a warning sign. I think contrived starvation is going to be the key. And I'm going to be developing that idea even more. So 
I would suggest that you take a look at your storable food. If you do not have enough, and that means two years, even DHS says six months, you need to go to preparewithdave.com. There's a $100 off special for the four-week package. And people are ordering multiple sets because it's the most inexpensive way to gather the food. Preparewithdave.com is where you want to go. That's preparewithdave.com. Okay, well, Bridget Langston should be no mystery. Who's she? Well, I'm sure you've heard of her if you've been following our work. But uh, she's in the small town of Kingman, Arizona, which is about an hour, hour and a half from Vegas in northern Arizona. It's building up to be a regional hub because they're putting all these uh, international globalist highways in. Bridget doesn't know this, but it, the highway that's going through her area is the very highway they tried to use with John McCain to subjugate my neighborhood and take our property without compensation. So we know all about what the Kingman people are headed towards, and they don't even know that. I bet you that's news to Bridget. But anyway, Bridget is out there recalling the mayor, Mayor Mad Dog Jen Miles, and she is also taking on rogue members of the city council, and uh, <laughs> they're not going to put up with this uh, mask mandate that's totally unreasonable. And at the heart of the argument is also something we're going to talk about, planet unfitness, as I like to call them, because of the harm they're causing their patrons. Bridget, so glad you could join us, and wow, you guys are kicking butt and taking names. Hi, Dave. I am so glad to be here, and I guess we are. And first of all, that introduction that you put out there as to what is going on in this world Lord, it's, I couldn't have said it better myself. What a way to present what we are all being faced with right now. Yeah, it, it, it is um, pretty universal, and, and the police crackdowns are just amazing. There was a video that you sent me, and, and we're going to put that up on the website here early next week, where you guys were doing an anti-face mask rally, and cops showed up without face masks, and arrested a guy who didn't have a face mask. I mean, I'm confused. Can you help me understand the logic of the Kingman Police Department? Well, it, yeah, I, I, of course, saw the clip. Just to be very clear, it, was, they, it wasn't our group, per se, but I know the people that were there. They are anti-mask uh, folks that were gathered doing a, a little meeting of sorts at another park. And I'm not sure what exactly caused, you know, the police to show up, but from what I heard, it was regarding a dog, that dogs are not supposed to be in the park. Well, as you saw the clip, it, it did end up with somebody getting uh, tased and, and, and arrested. He was released before they actually took him, you know, to jail, but... It was a little strange. The thing that was, was, was very confusing and, and very strange right now was the police didn't have masks on. So that was, that was uh, very interesting, to say the least. Yeah, it was really interesting to me, too. But uh, the tasing was brutal. And, and here's what I mean. The guy had already been tased, and, and he's on his stomach, and the cop goes, roll over. Well, you're already in pain. And he goes, roll over, one-tenth of a second, he's being tased again. So there was no intention to letting this guy comply without being tased. And that was excessive brutality, poor judgment on the part of the cop. And you're right, 
he was spreading COVID, haha, without wearing a mask. Right, right. I mean, the, the clip, you know, speaks for itself. Yeah. I don't understand why there was so much tasing going on. It was just really odd. But again, Kingman police did not have masks on. So it was, uh, it was really interesting, and I think that's something that should be brought to the attention of the Kingman Police Department. Uh, well, no, I, I, think mean, the, I think the Attorney General. Yes, yes, yes. I think that would be a great idea. I think you guys need to file with the Attorney General. Um, now, let me ask you this. Um, I, I know you guys did a protest outside Mayor, as you call her, Bad Dog Jen Miles. Um, how did that go when you did your protest? Well, you know, we, we did. Uh, it was a peaceful protest, of course. And uh, there was about 20 or 25 of us. She, she was home. And it was uh, very uneventful because, of course, she, she didn't come out and offer us any drinks or any cookies or anything like that. But she was there, and she was peering out the window, I believe. <laughs> and we just want to make a statement. She, she, she's really not speaking to us. She won't return emails. She won't return calls. So we're, we're doing what we think we should right now to let Kingman know, and of course, boy, does Kingman know what's going on right now with the recall, but uh, we think that that's a very good idea to let her know that we, we're, we're not going to put up with this anymore, obviously, obviously we're recalling her, and uh, we are planning to do another, another protest outside her house. <laughs> Maybe you could put a for sale sign in her yard. <laughs> It's a sign of well, things to come. Yes, yes. So, so we're you know we're doing what we can right now. It's a, it's a small town. There's a lot of great people here. Uh, a lot of people are are very angry, and we are just going forward to do what we can to bring awareness to the unacceptable tyranny that is going on everywhere, USA. <laughs> I love that. The uh, unacceptable tyranny for USA. That's right. You see, you're yeah. a, you're a microcosm of what's going on across the country. But people, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. You no doubt know about the Ohio mom who's at a football game who has asthma who qualifies for a governor's um, face mask exemption. And this resource officer, Chris Smith, weighs about 300 pounds, pounces on her. Uh, without a mask again, just like the Kingman Police Department, and tases her for not having a mask and refusing to let herself be handcuffed. And and he pummels her. She weighed about 100 pounds. And the people around were just saying, this is BS. This over a face mask? But they didn't do anything. Why is it the people in Kingman, do you think, are doing something and those weaklings, uh, those cowardly people at that football game in Ohio why don't you think other people are doing things compared to what you guys are doing what's the difference I don't know that watching that video was shocking I mean it was shocking if I had been there I mean I'm just a gal okay I'm just a gal there is no way I would have just sat by no way I don't understand it I don't understand how a man can watch that and not do anything. I don't know. 
but we're we're not sitting by. There's there's a group of us, and a, especially a small group of us that are really we're we're doing stuff every day. We really are. We're on the streets. We're getting signatures. We're going to businesses. We've got uh, we've probably got 35 or 40 businesses right now in Kingman that are hosting petitions. Wow. I mean, we're how many again? Say that again. How many businesses are hosting petitions? We have right now. Right now, we're we're not even. We're probably 10 days into this recall. I mean, formally on the streets into this recall, and we've got probably 40 businesses right now today hosting petitions and every day we're updating it we're, we're we're putting the list of the businesses on on the page on the facebook group page letting kingman know that you can go into these businesses and sign the petition and give them your business people are very very mad here so wow, we're, that we're is very active. Amazing. We're out there every day. We're doing this seriously at least five days a week right now. Visiting businesses, talking to them, leaving petitions. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's blowing up. It's getting so, so hot right now. It's really great. That is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm going to give you an example of a business that I like. I like and I called him on the phone and I did not self-identify and I did not record the conversation because I like the business they've been through hell with our liquor review board but it's a group called tailgaters in Surprise Arizona good sports bar good food good pricing generally speaking the the help is really friendly and and we like going in there but they have they were they were the last ones to close and they were laissez-faire about social distancing and so forth and they know it's a bunch of bull crap and they weren't too keen on enforcement and the liquor board came in and smashed them and and so now they have a sign when you walk in and it says um something like no face mask no service uh, no no exceptions that kind of thing so i called one of the managers or someone who claimed to be a manager and i said you know we come in here but i have a concern what if someone has asthma, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, or they're claustrophobic? I said, are you aware that under the governor's exceptions to the mandate that you're enforcing, that those people are not required to wear a face mask? And this law is current. And I said, it's not even a law, it's a mandate. And he goes, well, we're not making any exceptions. The liquor board is, and I said, so you're letting the liquor board make you violate the governor's own mandate. He goes, well, we can serve him curbside. I said, that's bull crap. I said, those people are paying for watching the sporting event, getting personal service, listening to music and socializing. They don't get any of that at the curb. So you're charging the same price for a lesser service than people who can tolerate wearing a face mask. And he goes, well, they just don't have to come. And this is a business that was really one of the last ones to be made to fall into line. And I, I look at what you guys are doing, and, and I think your businesses would tell them to go to hell. And, and here, here this one last standout has totally bent over and capitulated. What is it about your business owners that make them just 
give the middle finger salute to Mayor Mad Dog Jen Miles? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, there are still so many places. I mean, we come across them every day. Of course, they're they're very afraid. They're afraid. They don't they don't want to sign. They talk to us and say, "Gosh, you know, we're so thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate you." I mean, we're kind of like, you know, little guardian angels running around town right now. We're 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 just trying to help. You know, this morning I had this vision in my mind about, uh, remember the old Batman TV series? I, I don't know if, it, I don't know why it came to mind, but... They, I remember. They were in, they, they'd be in a room where the walls were closing in. Do you, do you remember that? Yes. They, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I pictured that today, and I feel like we are in that room that the walls are closing in. And I feel like here in Kingman, some of us, we've got one leg up on one wall and an arm up on the other wall we're just really trying to fight against the walls coming in on us and that's okay. what we're doing and some of the businesses out there they are so happy to see us they want to sign they want to join but they're very very afraid they're very afraid like i said right now we have about 40 that have said screw it Our, we're, i mean we're going broke if we don't fight back right now, we're going to have nothing left. And there's so many businesses that are not going to be coming back. They're gone for good. Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know. Some of the businesses around here, I guess we just had it. And they realize they're very, we're, we're aware around here. We know this has nothing to do with health and safety. It has nothing to do with, with COVID. It's all about the control. It's all about the control, and, and there's so much more to come. We realize that we are not at the end. We're, we're, we're at the beginning or in the middle. There's so much more coming down the pike. We realize that. Whether it's going to be another shutdown or we just feel like we have to do something now. I mean, it's now or never. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, when they get the hooks in us, when the se the second wave is coming, I mean, if you look at what uh, Bill Gates employee Fauci is saying, and there's your huge conflict of interest, or Burks, they're all saying the same thing. We've got to stay controlled until 2021, okay? And 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 then they use the argument, well, the vaccine will help hasten the opening. Bullcrap. No vaccine has totally ever eradicated any virus in history, ever. And, and they're they're going for a hundred percent eradication. I mean, it, you know, here's what's amazing to me, Bridget. There's a guy, there's a kid here at Chaparral High School, uh, and this hit the news last night. And he's a football player, and one football player tested positive for COVID. Okay, their chances at that age of dying are like zeros across the wall. Okay, after the decibel mark, they're not going to die. And when you take out com comorbidity, in other words, people that had other things that were killing them and people who've died from <clears throat> supposedly Corona, it's about 10,000 people. And that's a CDC figure. So here's what the Scottsdale School District did. They've canceled the football games for the season for one kid who has an affliction that kills less people than the flu. And he has no chance of dying, nor do his teammates. This is how people are just become wussified in our society. I mean, it's it's like, 
all the men have lost their testosterone. And uh, the only real leaders that I see, and, and I'm going to be honest with you here, uh, and I don't care if this makes other males mad or not, very few males are standing up for their rights. There are a few. But everything I covered in the early days of, of the shutdown was about 80% females that were indignant. And it's like the males, I'm surprised they can reproduce their showing such a lack of courage. Are you seeing this in Kingman? Is there a gender difference or not? I'm telling you, I can't believe you said that because I didn't really want to say this, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I don't understand it. The ones that are really in the front lines right now, and it's just the truth, the ones that I can, that I'm really relying on are all women. Yeah, when I went to Wickenburg in early May, and there were a few businesses, several businesses that opened up in uh, opposition to what the governor was doing, with the exception of Bedouin's Bakery, a uh, wonderful place there on uh, Wickenburg Way, they were all female, every one of them. And the most powerful of them was Lydia. <laughs> and she has this Mexican food shop. It's a, if you're ever in Wickenburg, it, it's a great place to go. And, um, and, and I have to tell you, it, it's all female dominated. And then you had the, the hairdresser in Dallas that was the first one to stand up, and she went to jail, and the governor had to intervene. And then you've yep. got uh, the Nancy Pelosi hairdresser. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're all female. Yep. It's, and, and it's, it's amazing. I don't, I, you know, I don't know why, but just just for me right now, the ones that are, we're out there every day, there's about four or five of us, and, and you know, we're all gals. Uh, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know why, but we are so dedicated. And also one thing I wanted to, to go over, I'm sure you, you watched uh, Lake Havasu, their mask mandate was lifted. Yes, you talked I did. about that. Remember? Okay, there was part of our group we've got some great people in lake havasu and they've been they've been fighting very hard too well the, the the mandate was lifted and it's it's so it's it's so ridiculous because this the mandate was lifted but nothing's changed really like bullhead city they lift the mask mandate and nothing really changes cal Sheehy, the mayor the day they, the, the day he lifted the the mask mandate, he put out a little video clip, and was still pushing the fear, was still pushing the masks. Not, it's like nothing had changed. It's absolutely insane. Well, I, I have it's an explanation like they're, they're, for they're that. Giving, is I'm he a, is is that mayor a Republican or well, a Democrat uh, or? Uh, you know what? I I think he I don't think he's supposed to be Republican. I think he is Democrat. I I, I could be wrong. He's not mm -hmm. like our mayor. You know, our mayor is a registered Republican. Mayor Miles is a registered Republican. So you know, she did do that, but she she is not. She's she was a Democrat before. Um, I've got information that she was very connected with the Progressive Alliance. So, Tell the know, people what that's about before you go on, uh, Bridget. What, what's the Progressive Alliance? Well, I don't know a lot about it. I just know it's very progressive. It's it's a very progressive group, um, BLM-ish. <laughs> you know, and I, I, throw, I, well, I mean, I throw that term around lightly, but she she's a progressive. She's she's just a progressive. 
there's nothing conservative about her. Uh, it's, it's not hard to see that now. We were just bamboozled. We were, uh, you know, a little too okay. uh, complacent here in Kingman. And she just, she snuck in. Okay, she snuck in. She, okay, he, let, let me read uh, to you. Let me read to you what the Progressive Alliance okay. is. All right. <laughs> Your instincts are good. The Progressive Alliance is a political international organization of social democratic socialist and progressive political party organizations founded in May of 2013 in Leipzig, Germany. Um, she's a damn socialist. She's not even a Democrat. Of course, the Democrats today are more communist than anything else, but but uh, no, she's she, she belonged to that organization. She's a self-aligned um, socialist. And and um, we need to figure out who that one woman in the picture of her is. But um, that's another story yeah, for another I, time. I'm going to circulate yes, that. Yes. Someone in someone in my uh, list of contacts will know, and we'll find. But I suspect it's a Progressive Alliance member. I mean, she has the liberal look, if you know what I mean. She does have the liberal look, and I really hope you can find you know out who she is. It would be great. But we, we know her background. You know, Miles is, is definitely very progressive. Um, but it's just really interesting when Cal Sheehy lifted in his mask mandate, nothing has changed. There's still, still, he's, again, he's pushing the fear. He's encouraging, strongly urging people in Havasu to continue with the masks. It's just, it's, it's like they're giving us little crumbs, you know, to keep the natives happy so we won't get too restless, but nothing's changed. So you realize that something is going to happen here. I have that uh, terrible feeling. I know a lot of other people feel the same way. Nothing is going to be over if we don't have to wear face masks for a little bit. Uh, yeah, and it goes deeper than that. Let, let me tell you something, Bridget. I, I have the Hodges hypothesis, if you're if you're curious. And what you're yeah. saying to me makes a great deal of sense. I believe the mayor of Havasu, uh, this Jen Miles, same thing, um, and so many of these political leaders in Arizona, they belong to the Ducey so-called mafia. Okay, that's that's my term for it. Doug Ducey, elected governor of Arizona, uh, an elected official who is not allowed to have a conflict of interest or even the appearance, he is on the board of directors of TGen. Now, yeah. TGen has two conflicts of interest to the governor's duties to protect the people and be a good steward of their money and be unbiased in the application of state funds. What he is associated with with this group is a group that's aligned with the vaccine development. That's number one. But more importantly, I think, is TGen is aligned with SonoraQuest Laboratories, which is the primary testing agent for COVID in Arizona. Talk about conflict of interest. It's huge. So the governor is in this straitjacket that I have to do what the globalists tell me Everyone's getting a vaccine. By the way, that's in his reopening um, guidelines. I think it's 60% yes. of Arizonans have to have a vaccine. And he has the no-win thing. It says uh, no community spread, which means 
he's saying that something in Arizona has to happen that's never happened in the history of the world, which is the total eradication of a virus, 100%. And that's what he's calling for. And so what does he get in the benefit? Well, his TGen benefactors here get Sonora Quest Laboratory unlimited testing, more testing, more. And you've seen in the news here in Arizona, uh, they're ramping up the testing for, for uh, um, a virus that kills the elderly with comorbidity conditions and and no one else and and then of course the vaccine there's your conflict of interest and i guarantee you this financial net that's tied to the distribution of political funds for both parties are locked up in this because the the governor's mafia that reaches into jen miles pocket that reaches into the governor of uh, the mayor of havasu's pocket i guarantee you this is the hold this t-gen hold over these politicians i believe is what's causing these people to do this. They don't want to get unelected. So the mayor of Lake Havasu says, okay, uh, I think it's a bad idea, but you could take your face mask off now. Um, yes. This is, Bridget, this is something that I have worked on in the last 24 hours, and I'm convinced that this alliance, uh, by compliance, and they haven't signed any agreements, I don't believe there would be a paper trail, but I think it's a wink and a nod, and we know what we're supposed to do or our political careers will be over and even our businesses could be wrecked. Yes. I mean, that's perfect. I, that, that's, that seems to be exactly what is going on. And I, I just, uh, I don't know other than what we're doing. And, and, you know, you say we're doing, you know, we're doing a good job. I feel we're doing all right. I really do. We're fighting back. I just wish more people would simply do what we're doing and I'm not saying we're so terrific I'm just doing what I think I should be doing this wasn't like this big major plan I just had to start doing something let, let me ask you a question what would your group do in the following condition you have a park you have baskets and you have tennis courts and the mayor of Kingman Miles she comes along and disables the baskets and takes down the tennis nets Okay, and puts a rope around the park. Says, you shall not pass. What would you guys do? We'd, we'd bring our own baskets and our own nets, and we'd start playing again. Okay, that's what's happening in Phoenix. I've seen it with my own eyes. And that's because of the Democratic mayor, uh, uh, Kate Gallego. I mean, she she's a loony tune. I mean, she's as loony as Pelosi and the rest of them. I mean, I'm talking mentally unstable uh, wow. certifiably crazy and look this is someone who's provided mental health services in the past okay so I, I'm qualified to make this judgment you listen to this woman talk I mean she doesn't have dementia but she is unstable to the max and and she exhibits the symptoms in my opinion of antisocial personality disorder which means depraved indifference towards the welfare of others and I see it over and over but she's done this to her and parks I, I have yes She's done it to her parks. And and yeah, here, I, you're telling I, me your group would stop this crap and the people of Phoenix won't lift a finger. Why is that? I mean, that's, why is that? That's why you're on the air here. We're trying to figure that out. <laughs> this is I one mean, of the reasons I wanted to have you on. How can people just do nothing? I, I really don't understand that. I, I just don't understand it. I don't know what else to say other than that i don't know i'm a little surprised at phoenix 
the the uh, John MacArthur, the the pastor, eighty one year old pastor that's facing jail now for holding outdoor services on the beach. Uh, yeah. He's he's attracted what around one hundred eighty thousand people at some time to his movement. You know, I, I'm a person of nonviolence, and you go through all my history here. I've never advocated for violence, but civil disobedience when it's called for, yeah. I don't know why these people aren't getting buses and going to the governor's mansion in Sacramento and camping outside in a constant show of protest. If you had a group that large, I would think the police could not handle this. And and it would be right. a way to bring the fight, which is why what you guys did with the, the mayor and protesting at her house is a good idea. But, but in California, they're going to let this 81-year-old pastor go to prison who they go to his church and they're doing nothing to support him i don't understand it you know it just boggles my mind it really does we're not really special people here i don't consider myself a special person mm, there's something there um, in the water though i'm telling you um well, there's something there apparently so uh, apparently so i mean it seems that is the case uh i'm proud that we're doing what we're doing. Sometimes I feel like we're doing, we're not doing enough, but I just, I don't understand it. Like, like the Planet Fitness thing that, you know. Yeah, let's talk, about. let's talk about this to the, uh, we have a completely yeah. different audience here on the radio side than we have on our, um, um, on our YouTube where um, we ran this and, and, and also on our website. So, um, <laughs> Planet Fitness or planet unfitness uh go ahead and talk about what your local planet fitness is doing and and how they're really reflecting the liberal spirit of this mayor yeah well they are reflecting the liberal spirit and it kind of cracks me up because they're the their whole thing is the no judgment zone or whatever they have painted on the wall yeah workouts for sissies yeah i know i know I, that, that irritates me because it's just so it's that whole attitude, no judgment, no critical. That I, you know, I'm not really. Oh. I don't love their 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 the way they present themselves in the first place. But whatever. But, no, no. Um, let me let me tell far, you. Let me tell you real quick. I want you bring up a good point. I don't want to let this go. Um, yeah. I work out in a gym where men are men. Okay, and I yeah. do mean that. Men are men. They're real men. I mean. They're not sissies, and if you come to their place of business, you're going to get a fight if, if you're uh, one of Ducey's stormtroopers. But at, at Planet Fitness, they have this non-judgment zone, and, yeah. and they have signs up. If people have never seen this, they're hilarious. You can't grunt. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. If, if you're bench pressing 300 pounds, I would expect someone to grunt, and, and, it's, and they won't let you bring in a gallon jug of water. And I'm thinking, Why? You could carry four bottles, but you can't carry a gallon jug. I mean, what's see, it's liberal, sissy, lack of testosterone organization. And I guarantee you the people that work in their corporate office have colored hair. They're 20 years old, and they're all woke. I guarantee you this is what we're de- you're dealing with with Planet Fitness. Completely. You know, it's so milk toast. It, it, it has that, the, the vibe, what you just painted, is perfectly Planet Fitness. But... You know, it's 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 inexpensive. Everybody goes there. It was a really big thing when they built a brand new Planet Fitness here in Kingman, and everybody was all excited. So, so 
what they're doing right now with the mask. I thought it was really ridiculous when they reopened. We were allowed to go in there. You had to wear a mask from the front door to the to the check-in desk. And then if you got on any cardiovascular machines, you did not have to wear a mask. That's that's how they ran it the first few days. Well, that's reasonable. They, that's reasonable. That, yeah. That was that was reasonable. It irritated me a little bit. I asked them, you know, I, I, I had to, to, to present, you know, my, some feedback to that because it was crazy. I said, how, why do I have to, you know, the second I get on the treadmill, I, I get to take the mask off. And, you know, the second I get off, I'm going to be contagious again. You know, I had to say that, <laughs> and I did, but whatever. I was, at least you could get on some machines and you didn't have to wear a face mask. Well, after a few days, I don't, I don't know what happened, whether it was, you know, it, marching orders from from headquarters i don't know but a few days later boom you had to wear a mask no matter what and it's been that way ever since the last couple of weeks or whatever it's been so yes you have to wear a mask a face mask you have to cover your nose and your mouth while you're working out it is unbelievable so so naturally when this happened, I, I went in, I talked to the manager, I've called uh, headquarters a couple of times, and in between, I went in, I have an oxygen uh, meter, it, 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 it will measure the oxygen that you're, that you, that you're getting or that you're get, being depleted of, and we've, I've done this a couple of times, I, I did a test while I was just sitting once. And it took about two minutes for my oxygen level to drop to 17.5%, which is a very dangerous level. OSHA, OSHA level, levels start at 21%. If it drops to 19.5, that's very dangerous. And if it goes beneath that, well, you know, all kinds of things can start happening to you. Seizures. So I've, I've that, that's that. in OSHA's literature, that. yeah. Yes, it is. So I've, I've taken that test when I was just sitting down. I went into Planet Fitness, and I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape. I really am. I'm, I, can, I run. I, I, I'm in good shape. I got on the treadmill, and I ran for, for about five or six minutes with the mask on, and then I took the test. And it took six seconds the first time for my oxygen level to drop to 17.3, and I, you know, I took the test again, and both times, six seconds, 20 seconds, my levels dropped to 17.0 and 17.3%. That's after six minutes. Oh. I, it, it's just unbelievable. So I called them. I've spoken to them a couple of times, and I, I asked them, what, what are they thinking? In a, in a sane world, in a sane world, if I went into a gym and had a face mask on and was running, I would expect a manager to come up to me and say, uh, take that off, please. We don't want you dropping dead in here. But, I mean, the world is crazy. I don't, I don't understand how they are going to get through this without lawsuits without people dropping dead seriously it's just absolutely insane 
I don't even have anything to add to this. I mean, it, it's beyond comprehension. But, well, I do have something to add, but it's away from the Planet Fitness issue. Um, I've been talking to doctors, and they're afraid to come on because of what happened with the frontline doctors when they challenged Fauci. They all lost their jobs. And yeah. ma managed care won't touch them. So they're effectively done as doctors. And no medical school will hire them to work because they don't want to feel the wrath of Fauci and Gates. But one of the things these doctors will tell you privately is that by consistently wearing a face mask, you're permanently reducing your lung capacity. You're also isolating yourself from normal exposure and desensitization to other viruses and germs that we get when we travel out. We develop our own herd immunity just by being outside um, to whatever, and now we're going to be uh, victims of things that wouldn't ordinarily take us down, but now will because we have decreased immunity due to the face masks. Right, right, right. It's it's a we're completely suppressing our immune systems, like you said. We're we're completely changing our bodies how we react to bacteria that we react to every day, and it's just it's it's just amazing how people are accepting this. The, the time that I went in there to do this test, there were a few people in there. I mean, you can imagine that Planet Fitness is not getting the business that it was getting a couple of months ago. Um, but there were people in there. They're, they're working out with masks on, and I just don't understand how people are that brainwashed. I just don't get it. And yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, but there are people... If you look at a study called the Milgram study and then another one called Solomon Ash, which were social psychological experiments, and they demonstrated that about two out of three people will conform to an authority figure's orders, even if it makes them uh, commit a heinous act against another person or even act against their own best welfare. So remember that two, remember that two and three figure. But Bridget, here's something the public who's listening to this needs to hear. There are antidotes to our tendency to conform. If people are aware of the issues, the conformity numbers, standard conformity numbers go out the window. Um, they actually did a later study uh, on, on Milgram and they educated the people about the principles ahead of time and they put them in a variety of scenarios so they didn't know which scenario they were in. But when they got to the Milgram one, um, the compliance rate dropped by over 50%. So us doing this show and people listening to it and they're saying, well, because the authority figures are saying it, it must be right. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, another thing that we need to convey, and I don't think we can do it here today, but as a movement, we need to convey the fact that there are doctors that have financial reasons to lie and we're becoming a medical system that's political rather than one that's de dedicated to helping people maintain optimal health. And, and Fauci is the living, breathing example of that because here he is, he's on the payroll of the National Institute of Health, and yet he gets money from Bill Gates. That's a conflict of interest and he should be in jail for it. It's illegal, just like Ducey's is illegal, but this is the age we live in now. We live in an age, as Donald Trump said in the debate the other night, we live in an age of lawlessness. Right, right. And, and I, I always wondered, from the begin very beginning of this COVID thing, when we saw Fauci was completely in charge, I mean, he's, he was in charge of the entire country, actually the entire world, 
was very worrisome that we had a criminal, a, 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 a criminal. He's a mass murderer from his AIDS, his you know his patented uh, vaccine AIDS days. He's he's just a mass murderer. He's a criminal, and I never understood why this was the guy that was in charge of us. And he was. He was in charge of all of this. He set all of this tyranny into motion. And even though he may not be quote unquote active right now it doesn't really matter things are so in motion that i just don't know how we're going to get out of this i just i don't know um i don't either because um the second wave is coming and um i'm of the personal opinion because i'm looking at economic and physical plant features i don't think the second wave is going to be a virus like people are thinking um, we have communities around the world, like in Australia, New Zealand, where in these lockdowns, they're only letting one person out to get the food. This is also going on in the UK. And we have about 30 uh, pa- uh, food packing plants that are closed now. This is Trump's big mistake. He should have put the National Guard in there to keep them open. We're eating this year's harvest. And when you add that to the damage that's been done to our farmland, and you add to that the fires in California that are destroying some of the prime farmland of the country, um, I think we're headed for famine, and I think I'll just give you the Hodges hypothesis here, and people can reject this. Um, the Democrats, when they take over, will do anything to control people. That, that's their mo. That, that's not even arguable. But I think they're going to use food as a weapon, and it's been used around the world. Hitler used it. Stalin used it. I mean, it's just it's real common practice with dictators, and I think they're going to use these conditions. And, and trade's not moving now, so we're not, the food supply chain is broken, and everyone acknowledges that. I think the second wave, like I said, is not going to be a virus. It's going to be famine, and they're locking us down. Uh, and most of these are Democrats that are doing this, mostly in Democratic cities. Uh, they're locking us down because I think at the end of the day, when the Democrats take over, I think they're going to control us through food, and they're going to put their socialist agenda in on us. They're taking away your car, taking away your guns. These are all things that Kamala Harris has said. And I think if they have us locked down, they think they can manage us. And if you ask me what's the root cause of the lockdown, it's not the virus. The virus has now run its course. Okay, this, it, it, Catching the virus is not even lethal. It's lost its punch unless you're already dying from something else. And I think that this is all being set up for the final lockdown of America and the imposing of a new form of government on us under the under these Democrats. And it's just a theory. And people say, Dave, I think you're crazy. And that's okay. That's right, because we can still fight together on these unconstitutional issues. But I think our enemies are much, much deeper than what we're seeing with these local mayors and, and so forth. I do, too. I don't know how someone could really dispel your, your theory here, because we're watching it happen right now. We, we're just watching it happen. But fighting these unconstitutional uh, mandates and, and, and watching, watching our local politicians completely, completely disregard the Constitution, that we're seeing for sure. And we've got to ask ourselves why. We've got to ask ourselves why. Why are, these, why are they doing this? It's just, it's just uh, quite shocking to be watching this right now. And what you said about the food supply chain, that is very worrisome, and I agree with you. I think they blindsided us with a quote-unquote virus, and, and boy, did they blindside us. But 
whether it was ever really here, it's absolutely run its course. Uh, like you said, I think it's, they're, it's getting kind of old. They're going to have to come up with something else. And by the way, the collateral damage is here. Like you were talking about, the, 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 the packing plants, the food. We're in serious trouble. Yeah, serious it, trouble. it even goes deeper than that, too, because we destroyed, oh, I don't know, 60 to 80 percent of our economy. It's affected our national security. And right now we have to worry about wars with Russia and China. And we don't have the ability now to compete, uh, convert peacetime industries into wartime industries like we did in World War II. And if you're fighting against a 100 million man army or more in China, you have to battle the long term. And we don't have the capacity now. So I also think, and look where the virus came from. It came from China. And and I believe China knew there'd be a lockdown. I believe the Democrat, well, okay, this is where we get really conspiratorial, Bridget. This is something you and I've talked about off air, but I'll just say this very quickly and people can reject it. But Dianne Feinstein came into the Senate as a millionaire and she's leaving as a multi-billionaire and that's because her husband does business with no one but the communist Chinese and they have used her position in the Senate as leverage to make deals with China that personally benefited that family. And you can say the same thing about Pelosi, Schiff, Schumer, all of them are in bed with the communist Chinese. They let them take over their ports, they let them take over the entertainment industries and they're in bed with the communist Chinese and the communist Chinese have used these influences to now weaken our military with the release of this virus and the lockdowns that destroyed our economy that has military implications. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to say that's nuts, except my audience. I think people in Kingman, I don't know how advanced they are in this knowledge, but what I'm telling you, Bridget, I'm 100% sure of. Well, I, you know, I agree. I, I, I agree that that is what is going on. We've been so compromised for such a long time. And here in Kingman, people are pretty aware and I'm so looking forward to you coming. We won't talk about maybe right now, but this is going to be a very good audience. We've got, we've got people here, this, the whole area. You know, Mojave County is pretty aware of what's going on. They're very hungry for information, very sharp people around here, and a lot of people that are preparing. They know what's around the corner. We've got one month to the election. And, you know, I, I, I don't like to walk around fearful all the time, but I'm kind of on high alert right now. I know things are, are coming. You should and be on high alert. You should be. I am. Uh, do I you guys am. have a website yet? Um, no. Okay, that's I all right. Have... That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll help you guys with that. Um, but you need, you need, need a got, website. We've got a Facebook page. You yeah, know, that's good. Facebook page. That's good. Can I, can I give that out right now? Yeah, please do. Okay. It's Mojave County AZ. So it's Mojave County AZ. Again. M-O-H-A-V-E, right? Yes. Oh, yes, that's correct. California does it differently. M-O-H-A-V-E. M-O-H-A-V-E. Mojave County AZ. Against mandatory face masks. Okay. And Bridget, on that note, we got to run because we are flat out of time. But thanks for joining us, and we'll do an update. Dave, thank you so much for your help. Okay. And on that note, we're up against it. Got to go. Sorry.